0: Welcome to the Health, Love, and Happiness Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are here joining me today. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into extreme wellness behaviors and why we need to learn to trust the process. So we live in a society that thrives off extremes. You see this very clearly in the wellness field field. so very much. uh, In fact, working with clients, I tend to hear all the extreme behaviors that they've been exposed to or that have been marketed to them. And really, we see extreme behaviors, especially in the dynamics of, I would say, the last two or three years. You're seeing a lot of extreme behaviors in every arena of life right now we have really truly lost that that gray area i believe and that you know throughout this big science debate and and i will be the first one to say science is beyond important and it is my background and and it also is my passion and it's also science is where i gain a lot of my my data and and where I see all my research to, to where I can provide information to my clients. But in that, I think people have to be careful on trusting every aspect of the science, there's a lot of research out there. And I tell everybody, you can find research studies for pretty much everything. So you're going to have, and I laugh about this all the time, you can have one research study that says, and I've never come across this, but this is just to show you how extreme, that water is so great for you. And another one saying like, you shouldn't have that much water. You're going to see a lot of different pieces of data that's going to show you different information. That's why you ha- it has to be really, really, it's really important for you to understand where you're getting your information from and also why I'm such a big advocate of listening to your body instead of outside sources on everything. I always say it's a tool in my toolbox to gain, but at the end of the day, you really want to focus inward and find out what truly works for you. When we set things up as black or white in wellness, that all or nothing, we see so many unhealthy habits being developed. So like I said in our previous podcast when we were talking about what works for you and that very individualistic approach to wellness, you're going to see that that all or nothing approach can create a lot of unhealthy habits that have to be reversed and really you have to work on getting to a place where you can over overcome that is what i've seen many times in this field. So let's dig into some of the extremes that that i've seen along the way. The guarantee of weight loss. So let, let's talk about weight loss for a second. That's that's mainly what i see in the extreme in the extreme field of wellness is that guarantee of this certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time. And it's always this quick fix. So in societies, it's all this extreme because that quick fix is what gets the most attention. And also, we've become the society that doesn't really want to work for anything. And you see that so very clearly in the wellness field. So the 20 pounds in a month kind of thing, that instant gratification where everybody wants that microwave approach where it's not going to be slow. It's going to be that fast result. And you see that in so many different aspects of life, and you're seeing that passed on to children and their behavior. They want this very quick fix of things. Is something we work with ours a lot on, and and that that life is a process, different um, task or a process. So it's not about always getting to that finish line. It's about that that process and what it takes to get there. But that promise of weight loss is a big one that I see, and I've had people come to me and, and really want these fast results and, and wanting, I get wanting a plan and a guideline. And, and that's why I wrote the Reset Method. I think a lot of people need a guideline. Yes, you just sometimes you don't know where to start. There's information everywhere. And, and yes, that, that idea of, hey, I can have some success right off the bat is, is important too. But it's not all about weight and success too. So you have to kind of balance that out. My problem with a lot of the plans which we talked in the previous episode, is when they become extreme in nature and they're, and they're selling these extreme behaviors. So expe- people expect and demand these fast results. While I've taken many clients and guided them to lasting weight loss, there have been many clients that get frustrated because the weight loss just isn't coming off the way they want it or as fast as they want it to. And I really try to teach clients that to have a healthier life, that, that just takes time. It takes time. You're going to see weight loss, but it might not be these massive changes right off the bat. I had one client come to me at one point and and she said, yeah, I'm not going to do this half a pound to two pound thing a week. I want five pounds a week. And I just said, okay, that that's fantastic that that's your goal, but I'm not your girl. So... You're always going to be if that if that is what you want, and let me preface this by saying, if you want something extreme, then then you you do you. you go and you do that extreme. I'm here to educate you why maybe that's not the best choice and the best approach. But at the end of the day, I tell everybody, you you have to do that. Listen, I've had dear best friends do different things like that. Now at the end of the day that they come back and say, oh, that might not have been the best approach. Let's talk about some things I can do to maybe reverse some of the things that were done. But I get that human nature of wanting something really quick right off the bat. So nine times out of 10, guys, weight loss programs are aimed to the extreme because that's how they get your attention. They want to make money. They want to make money quickly and they know to guarantee a weight loss, that's the best way to make money. So I'm never going to guarantee you much of anything. I'm going to say, I'm going to build, I'm going to guarantee you that we're going to build some healthy habits. But at the end of the day, it's up to you. It's not, it's not my job. And that's for another podcast about personal responsibility. But if you can guarantee weight loss for them for a specific amount of money, people most of the time will pay that amount of money, whatever it is. They want you to market this for them as well. So if you've had success, they're going to want, then of course you're going to tell other people and you're going to market that And most of the time, weight loss programs are going to say this is the new thing. I'm here to tell you, friends, most of the time it's just a calorie deficit. And that's another podcast as well. But the only way to lose weight is to be in a calorie deficit now. Do I think that's all that matters? Absolutely not. And that's something we'll go into detail about. But marketing something as this new way of, of this new fascinating new result it's just honestly BS. And it's just a way to get you in there. So extreme cell, quick fix. But is it but it's really just a low calorie diet wrapped up in a pretty package most of the time. So it's a lot of disguising. So I want you to think about that. And it's so easy to fall for gimmicks like that. And I shouldn't say gimmicks. That's not the right word. But it's easy to fall for something new and exciting when really it is. it is just wrapped up in a different marketing. And it ends up with lots of negative um, wellness habits for the most part. And I would tell anybody, I have lots of people asking me questions about certain weight loss programs where they'll say, hey, so-and-so lost, like, have you seen them? They look amazing. That's great. And I'll, I'll tell anybody this. Anybody can be on an 800 to 1,000 calorie diet a day and lose weight for the most part. Especially if they've been eating at a calorie plus and then they 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 do this extreme, you're going to see weight loss. Now, I cannot ethically put anybody on that low amount of calories because guess what? I've been educated about what happens. What does it damage? How How does that help you mentally and physically? And then, Honestly, that's just not living. That's not living a life. And I always look at long term how how is this going to affect my client? How is this going to affect them mentally, physically? And then what work are we going to have to do in the long run to sustain this? And and most of the time it just isn't sustainable. I will I will never suggest for someone to give up their favorite food indulgences that make life enjoyable you just have to find ways to make it a conscious choice and not an everyday occurrence. Same thing that we say with extreme dieting, we can go into extreme eating. So like I said, we live in this society of like this all or nothing. So it's like, don't take away my alcohol. Don't take away my pizza. Don't take away my nachos. And I say nachos because they're my favorite. But I'm not saying to anybody, I'm never going to take away anything of it, but we don't need to live life in excess of those two and extreme drinking, extreme eating of unhealthy foods as well. So why don't we decide to ease into these lifelong habits instead of these massive like quick fixes? And it seems like everyone's looking for that fast plan, how to get results with not a lot of work. I see this. And as if you're a parent out there and you're listening to this, what you show your kids they pick up on. So if you're if you're doing things like this and and they're seeing you do these extreme wellness plans and extreme diets, then then you're setting them up for a lot of stuff in the future because parenting is role modeling. You're role modeling so many habits and wellness. If I have someone come to work with me for a child, I work with them before I work with that child because I would say about 85% of it is what you're doing. How are you role modeling for your children? Because kids, they follow what you do. So wellness takes work, guys. It's not going to be this fast pace result that, you all, that you're, you're going to want a lot of times. You've got to put in the work. And that simply takes time. And I'm never going to tell you otherwise. It's a decision you get to make daily and it's not just for that 30 or 60 days. It is for a lifetime and it is a lifestyle. So let's talk about this just a little bit longer. We, I think this is such a good example. And I thought about it the other day when a child, one of my children came home and said somebody was cutting in line and whatever. But they, we tell children over and over and over again, stand in line. Wait your turn. Be patient. No, be kind. Be patient. You know, this this is gonna take time. Your math homework takes time. I want you to sit down and I want you to do it. And I want you to do it step by step. I want you to sit down and do this puzzle, or I want you to, to put the work in for athletics, and I want you to grind every single day. Well, that that's great. And that's what we teach our kids. But what happens when they see you cutting in line? What happens when they see you doing the quick fix? It, it just it doesn't line up. So that's just something to think about if you have children because they are watching you and they watch everything we do. And wellness, I think, has gotten to this place where you naturally, people just don't think anything of it. They're like, oh, so-and-so is on this diet and so-and-so is doing that and look at that. But we've got to reverse that and we've got to get away from that, if not for ourselves, for our children, for them to see a different lifestyle and for them to see a different way to wellness. So, thinking about that in a different context, I think can sometimes click. I use that example a lot with a lot of my a lot of my clients, and sometimes they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, totally." We're telling our kids one thing, but we're wanting a different thing um, in, in wellness, and it's just not. It's just not the best approach there are so many wellness plans that are extreme that even if you lose your weight which I've seen so many times they have zero clue on what to do afterwards so I always say and listen I have family members I have friends that that don't they don't choose my method all the time and that that's fine that's like not choosing I don't know it, it's just different it's wellness is personal and so I always say to them because ironically even though they don't choose my method they have lots of questions so and I'm more than willing to answer them but I always say what's your end game what's your end game here like what what do you what are you going to do when this is over and there's not a lot of answers there so it's fine to do programs it's fine to do plans I want you to think about what you're going to do when it's over and how that's going to affect your life. And because you cannot be on a plan the rest of your life, that's just not enjoyable. And usually these wellness plans take a lot of time up. So think about that before you go in it. What I have seen the most of is that these plans and the people and the Instagram influencers and everybody that are the loudest about a new wellness diet, new wellness plan are the ones that are the most devastating to your health. So you get momentum going by marketing. And so someone will say, God, this 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 weight loss program, I mean, I lost all this weight, and yada, yada, yada. And it's the loudest out there. And without even thinking about, hey, how does that work for me individually outside of how that works for so-and-so, it is it can really damage you and and you just jump right into it because it's the loudest. And so what I've seen that happens from extreme, extreme diet plans, extreme wellness, extreme living, is that you get a lot of disordered eating. So what do I mean by disordered eating? I mean that for someone who went on a wellness plan, a diet plan, and they lost weight, they're, they're They got in their stride. They lost weight. So let's say this person lost 20 pounds eating a certain way, a very regimen way. So not easing in flexibility, not easing in habits. It's like you eat A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D. This week you're going to eat this. Next week you're going to eat this. It's very, very structured. Most extreme plans are going to be very structured. Now, with that said, a lot of people thrive off that. I always ask people, hey, do you want a structured plan? Do you want some loose? Now, I... I'm never going to do a structured plan like some of these extremes. I just don't because I think people need to learn how to actually live in, in the world around them instead of just being put your blinders on and being on this extreme plan. So after, say, they hit their weight loss goal, well, what I see is they stay on this extreme plan and then they stop losing weight because their body's used to that. And so there's there's never been any any up in calories, or there's never been any times where they have some flexibility to keep that metabolism going. So then they're at this place where they can't go any further down because they've cut it so low. And then they're not adding any food. I've I've seen people not add fruit in because they're scared of fruit. I've seen people not add carbs in because they're scared of carbs. I've I've seen people eat the same thing for a year at a time because they do not want to move out of that. That's not... To say what they're doing is wrong is to say is my question is when I have clients of that nature, do you enjoy this? Do you enjoy eating this way? Nine times out of 10. I absolutely do not. I'm scared. I'm scared that if I go off of this, which is what they told me to do, that I'm gaining all this weight back. So it's a very fear-based mentality. And then you have to work with them on bringing foods in, teaching them about their bodies, all that kind of good stuff. It's a very strict mindset. So it's a very black and white mindset. Like we were saying, you're not gonna go past this. This week we're doing this, next week we're gonna do this. It's it's just a lot of mental space. And I, I'm not quite sure about y'all, but I have three boys going in a million different d- different directions: a husband, a dog, a career a house, all this stuff that you have to put mental energy in. And I will I will never tell anybody any differently. They come first with my mental energy. So I don't really have time to think about food. Now, does it come more naturally to me? Absolutely. Does it come naturally to my clients after they work with me? Absolutely. Did it come naturally at the beginning with working with me? No, it did not. Hands down, every single one of them comes back to me a year later, two years later and say, I'm still doing these habits that we talked about and it's working. And I don't have to think about it, because most of the time all my clients are busy, busy people. They don't want to think about it. And honestly, if you're thinking about food that much, then we gotta we gotta peel back the layers a little bit and dig a little deeper because we shouldn't be thinking about food that much. Um, this all or nothing mentality is is what gets you with these diet plans that this mentality of if i if I don't do this, I'm gaining weight back or I'm going off of this or these plans and even Even in like the paleo community, the keto community, the carnivore community, the vegan community, all these plans, all these types of eating becomes, they identify with them. And so they don't want to go off of any of it. So it all can become unhealthy depending on how you live it, basically. Um, and, And they can all, they all have room to become very black and white and you have to you have to dig deep to get out of that. I'm not saying like going paleo or going vegan is not a good thing to do for a little bit. Even my reset method is going to take certain foods out. But you always have the choice to have flexibility. And, and that's what's really important. The, my, biggest, my biggest problem with some of these extremes is you're going to disconnect from the body. So I've had clients say, I don't feel good. I'm tired. I, I don't have energy. And it's this constant disconnect. They're going to still keep doing it, even though their body is screaming for help. It's screaming that whatever they are doing is simply not working, but they are going to keep doing it because of fear. So that constant disconnect. And that's what I said in the last episode about putting on your earmuffs and doing your work and doing it for yourself and really listening to your body makes a big difference. So anything extreme is going to pull you away. It pulls you or your mental energy away, away from what really matters, and that is your own body and what works for it. So the thing about it is we can meet your wellness goals without doing this extreme behavior. I always want to say it kind of makes me want to cry when I see people doing things. I'm like, oh, God. we could have totally done this and you wouldn't be absolutely miserable. But, you know, sometimes it takes people some time. Now, will it take you time to meet your goals? Absolutely. It's going to take us time. It's absolutely going to take us time. Not going to lie to you about that. But are you going to see a change after eating a certain way for seven days? Absolutely. Your energy is going to increase. You're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better. And then you start playing around with the amounts of food, what works for you as far as weight loss. It takes a lot of self discovery. I always ask my clients, my friends, do you want the easy way or do you want the hard way? The easy way, might not necessarily be easy, but it gets you there fast. So eating a 1,000 calories a day might not necessarily be easy, but you're getting fast results. And no true wellness habits are built uh, by this binge-restrict, binge-restrict kind of eating, and that's what a lot of the extremes go into. So you might be having the weight loss, but you're not having those established wellness habits be built. The hard way entails digging deep, It entails bigging, being okay with that slower weight loss or some weeks no weight loss. If you're not even looking for weight loss, it entails actually doing the work and digging in there and figuring out what works for you to feel better. And establishing these lifelong habits takes time and it takes work. It's finding out what works for your specific body, which we talked about in the episode before. And what I didn't focus on in that episode was that it takes trial and error. So... A lot of times we'll, I'll meet with a client and I'll say, okay, how'd that work out for you? Well, you know what, Brady, that, that's not my jam. That really, really wasn't working for me. And I don't feel great with that. Okay, let's switch it up. So it's a lot of trial and error. You know how parenting, you're not perfect and there's a lot of trial and error, error for each specific child that you're parenting? Well, that's how wellness is. So there's so many similarities in parenting and wellness that I like to cross over with them a lot because I think you can relate to those for those who, of you who have children. So you can start questioning your body a little bit more um, and, and seeing what works. And I'm always going to suggest, always, always, always a whole food diet and a whole food eating plan. And, but what that looks like for each person is going to be different. And it's asking questions, hey, what foods are triggering me? Why did I make that choice, um, both positive and negative? And, and digging deeper in a different way besides just saying, okay, Monday I'm eating A, B, C. Tuesday, I'm eating this and this and this. Thursday, I'm eating this. You, you, you're just a robot at that point. Like, how is that even learning besides the weight loss? You are getting weight loss with most of those plans, but how is that How is that learning? And why do we always want to this extreme way? Why are we drawn to that? I've I asked that a lot. Why are, why are we always ex- drawn to this extreme place with wellness? And usually that's because we... Have let ourselves get to a place where we're we're desperate. And nine times out of ten, that's what I see. That fear base. If I don't do something extreme now, I don't know what it's gonna be like in three months. And and that's where a lot of it comes is that fear base. And why do you wanna be healthy? That's a big question I'd say to everybody. Okay, that's great. Why, but why why is it that we wanna do this? You know, what is it? What are your deeper goals? What are what is it's gotta be more than just these, you know, outside things. And there's a huge study about around weight loss and, and the mental aspect of it. And, and what they found was more helpful than anything. The nutrition obviously was in there, but actually might have been a little bit higher than the nutrition was going to therapy because therapy was, was peeling back these layers and allowing you to grow. It was allowing that client to dig a little bit deeper, to get in there and figure out, hey, why am I eating this way or what is inhibiting me from changing my habits? Um, and so that that's just, I want to just touch on that because it's such an important piece to this extreme mentality. And, and always always challenging yourself, what's driving me? What's driving me today? What's driving me tomorrow? They might be different things, but that helps you stay out of that extreme mentality as well. These these are just questions that I think are important for self-discovery. And a lot of questions, I think if you started asking these today, you might have some different changes in your wellness path. You also have to be ready for change. I know almost immediately with working with a client whether they're ready. Here's here's the thing. If they're not ready, we work on habits to get them ready. So I'm never going to say to someone, I want you to do all this at once. Now, I might have a client that comes in and I'm like, I had one three weeks ago and I was like, she's ready. She's at that stage and she's ready to go. And, and so we put her on something that was very doable. She, she texts me, you know, last week she's lost weight. She said, "How is this so simple? I've never done this way before. And I'm happy. It's simple. I'm still able to do everything and still get success. Now I don't mean everything like she's not over there sitting there eating nachos and ice cream every day, but she's enjoying life. She's feeling benefits. She's eating whole foods, but then she's got some room to go to a tailgate and, and have a couple of Trulies if she wants. So, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm an advocate of Trulies. Don't get me there. Alcohol is a whole different episode, but, but what I'm saying is she's got some flexibility and she's still having success and she's building this huge foundation of wellness that is just so key to lifelong habits. So, if you aren't truly ready, there's not a whole bunch that's going to work for you right off the bat. If you keep the reason why, if you're listening to this and you're like, "Ah, I keep trying all these plans and I keep failing, you're not ready. You're not ready for that extreme, and those extreme plans set you up for failure. But you might be ready to change one or two habits that can make a big impact. And remember, for weight loss, calories matter, but so do the quality of your food. So do mood, so does movement. We didn't get into extreme behaviors around movement, but I've seen this over and over. Brady, i'm I'm busting in the gym five to seven days a week, and I'm not seeing anything. Well, that's because you're just spiking your cortisol and your your body's like, holy cow, I can't I can't do anymore. So with movement, having it not be too extreme either is super important because you don't want to wear your body out. And then where are you in life? So I'm never gonna tell you if you're in this crazy place in life that you need to do something. I don't wanna use the extreme because I don't use extreme habits, but do something more structured, so to say, or to do a little bit more than than the average. You're gonna I had a friend who was opening a practice three or four years ago and she wanted, she was like, I'm ready, I'm I wanna do it. And I said, I I know you are. She always, she already she's super healthy and she already has a foundation. She really just wanted to kinda of, tighten up her nutrition a little bit. And I said, I get that. I, I know you are, but let, let's let get through this opening. Let's get through this stress. We can change a couple habits along the way, which we did. We increased protein, protein made a big difference. You know, there's different things that you can do that can make a big difference. But you also need to very much pay attention to the stage of life that you're in. That's not to say throw it all out. I see a lot of this with postpartum women where they want to snap back in shape really quickly. And and you can, it's just, it, you You need to understand where you are. So I'm not saying you're not going to get back in shape. I'm saying it might take time and we might not need to overwhelm you right after having a baby. So some key things I want you to remember. You got to give it time. And then you got to dig into this process. I, I want you to trust the process. So life is a process. Wellness is a process. Raising children is a process. Marriage is a process. Everything in life that's worthwhile takes time it takes effort and and some faith along the way so letting go treading, trusting the process if you start changing a habit do that habit for some time and trust it trust it say okay i'm working with this person and find someone that you trust whether it is and and most of the time i'm really going to i'm going to turn you back to trusting yourself and your own t- intuition around what works for you i'm just going to guide you but Trust that habit. Trust what you're doing and trust the process. Stop bouncing around, you know, every two months to this different thing that you've seen on Instagram that looks even better. You know, trust the process, stay with it and give it some time. Wellness is just that. You're going to find some joy. You, you've got to find some joy in the journey. Wellness is a journey. You can't just say, I'm going to be happy when this is done. I'm going to be happy when this program is done. That That's not life, friends. That's That's actually just miserable, in my opinion. So finding some joys in this process. Find weekly success. Guess what? There's some weeks that I feel like I've been a total failure, and career-wise, parenting-wise, all that. But then I stop myself, and I think, that is not true. Go back and find the little successes that we had. It might have been a hell of a week, but we had some success in there. Find those. Focus on those. Find areas that you have grown in. So say you never consumed any water and now you're consuming all this water. People, they just want to focus on the extreme and not on these little itty-bitty habits that make the biggest impact on your health. So focusing on the little habits versus, you know, these big extreme things that occur. And last, I want to say stop focusing on the end game. Stop. Stop right now. You know, do I have long-term goals? Absolutely. Yes, I do. When I parent, yes, I want, I want something for my, each one of my children. But that's a process. And, and so I can't look at that. If I start looking at, oh, my gosh, what about college? What about this? What about that? That's a distraction from the present. Same with wellness. If you're like, oh, my gosh, but I'm not at 20-pound weight loss. That's all I'm focusing on, 20 pounds, 20 pounds, 20 pounds. Focus on the day-to-day success. Focus on, if you're, if you're trying to lose weight, for example, focus on each two pounds, two pounds, do a two pound goal, focus on those two pounds. Don't focus on the 20, focus on the two. I don't care if it takes you two months to get to the two, focus on the two. And then you can focus on the next two. Same with parenting, focus on each day. And and most really successful athletes don't focus on the end of the game. If they focused on the end of the game, they would be so disconnected from each play that th- it would just be a disaster. I mean, you're going to be so disconnected you're going to play horrible, you're going to up losing. So, focus on each play. Take it a play at a time. If that makes more sense to you. So, don't focus on that that end, focus on what you're doing in the middle. And that just makes you a happier person. I always say parenting's kind of like climbing the mountain. You have some really great times on that mountain. You have some really hard times on that mountain. And, and you've got to focus on keep going. You've got to keep going. you got to get up. And you got to focus on those parts of the mountain that were, that were enjoyable and learn from the, time, the, the parts that weren't so great. Same with wellness. Take it a play by time. Focus on each day. And then everything will fall into place. When you start really trusting the process, finding that joy in the process and being a part of that process. Don't give you, don't stop giving your joy out to other people and these extreme thinking and extreme behaviors. Give your joy back within and, and focus on each day. And that's when things are going to fall in place with your wellness. I really hope you guys learned something today. Thank you so much again for listening if you enjoyed it, please share it on social media. Um, always, you can message me on Instagram if you have any topics you want me to cover. Um, I'd love to do a Q&A session with you guys of just any questions you guys are interested in. And I am wishing you all health, love and happiness today and have a wonderful week.